0: Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the prayer call. Father, we thank you that the heavens declare your glory, your goodness, your mercy, and your loving kindness. Father, we love you this morning, and we thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you that you sent your word, and your word deliver us. From destruction. We thank you, Lord God. Day after day, Lord God, you are the same. As you said in your word yesterday, today, and forever. So for these things, we give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor. This is Bishop Smith, and I want to say good morning once again to everyone that is on the line. Good morning to every intercessor. Good morning to our New Destiny Church family. Good morning to the universal body, no matter where you're calling in from. Thank you for being with us today and joining in with us on Wednesday, March 16th. Wednesday, March 16th. I want to say good morning to every... Pastor that is upon the line this morning, and we want to say good morning to God, our Father, good morning to Lord Jesus, our Savior, and good morning to the Holy Spirit, who is our comforter, also our safe guide. The Bible says He leads us and guides us into all truth. And for this we give God praise. So let me just open a little bit more with prayer, then I'll introduce our team, and I'll turn it over to uh, them this morning, and we're going to have an amazing day. Father, we honor you, we bless you, we magnify you. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise, because you are the redeemer of our life. We thank you for this great and awesome day in which you have made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. We thank you that you have delivered us from the powers of darkness, and you've translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you have given us the legal right, the blood-bought right, to call you Abba, Father, Daddy. For it is written in your word, you will never leave us, nor will you ever forsake us. And we thank you for it, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God you give us discernment. Lord God, you have filled us up with yourself to, Father, recognize righteousness, recognize wickedness. Father, I thank you for the authority that you've invested in us. And Father, I declare this morning that we will wake up to the authority that lies deep within us, even as, Lord, I open my eyes this morning and you begin to talk to me about authority. How does one release the authority? One may know that they have authority, but they don't know how to use the authority. They don't know how to release the authority. We release our authority, Lord God, by declaring your word and believing it by faith. I'll say that again. We release it by declaring your word and believing it by faith. And so, Father, we thank you that you have given us that right and you've also given us that privilege. Today, we have with us Sister Minister Lightfoot. She will be doing our prayer requests and any praise reports if we have any. Minister Lightfoot, how are you doing this morning?
1: Good morning, Bishop. I am awesome this morning. How about you and Pastor Adrian?
0: We are amazing. God is faithful, and I'm glad that you are awesome. Healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you. I receive it.
0: All right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. And if anybody's on the line this morning, you need healing. Receive that healing in your physical body now. We don't have to wait till the bottom of the hour to receive that healing. Receive your healing now. God is moving now. Receive his wonder-working power. And I declare the fire of God. I declare the victory of God begins to flow through your body right now and declare it. I am the healed and not the sick in Jesus' name. How can you say that? Because he was wounded for your transgressions, bruised for your iniquities, the chastisement of our peace is upon him, and with his stripes we declare you are healed and made whole. And so we have with us this morning Pastor Sy, all the way from Baltimore, Maryland, he will be doing our devotion this morning. Pastor Sai, I want to say, how are you? And then once you come in, I'm just going to turn it over to you. I've already prayed, and so we're ready for the word. How are you doing, son?
2: I am doing blessed, Dad. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Again, it's, it's an opportunity to um, be here with family on this beautiful, amazing day and morning. that God has allowed us to
0: be here. So I'm doing good. I'm happy. All right. I'm glad you're happy. We're ready for you.
2: All right. All right, family. Well, good morning to everybody. Good morning, New Destiny. God bless each and every one of you. Good morning to everyone that's listening from afar. Uh, The Lord bless you richly today. Today I get the distinct opportunity to, to bring our devotional this morning and we're going to be coming from the book of Ephesians chapter 1 specifically um, looking at verse 21 where it states far above all principalities powers and might and dominion and and every name that is named not only in this age but also in the age to come but before we can even talk about that Let me give you a little backdrop on what Ephesians 1 really is. Paul is now in prison in Rome, and he's writing this letter to the church of Ephesus. He's letting them know that while he's there, he's been thinking about them, and he's speaking to them. Ephesians 1 is a letter that is divided into two parts. It has two paragraphs. The first paragraph is from verse 1. verse 14 and in that paragraph what he does is he speaks to the spiritual wealth that has been given to us by God through his son Jesus and we we in this New Testament um, passage we say the Christ who is the anointed one and his anointing Paul lists out all of the things that we will receive by this spiritual wealth. He tells us that we are blessed in heavenly places with all spiritual blessing and that that has been given to us through Christ, the anointed one and his anointing, who God himself chose for us in himself before the foundation of the world. That we be people that are holy and blameless. He goes on to talk about all of the in him. He said that we have been predestined. In other words, God his plan from the beginning, his, his plan for redemption, the plan to restore us back to our rightful place, is saturated in the adoption, we being adopted into uh, 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 on the faith according to what Christ did on the cross. We being the Gentiles, now we get a chance to be adopted in as sons unto himself through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He calls this according to his good pleasure of his will and that we will be able to praise and give him glory for his grace and that he has graciously bestowed upon us. He also tells us, and he lists out a couple of in him, that every in him is saying to us that we can only experience this spiritual wealth, this spiritual authority, this this dominion. We can only experience it by being in Him. Who is in Him? In Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the anointed one in His anointing. He goes on and He says, In Him we have redemption through His blood and forgiveness of sin and the riches of His grace. He goes on to, to say that, In him, we also have received an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his own will, that we, listen, that we who were first uh, um, to hope in Christ should live for the praise of his glory. Then he goes on in verse 13, he says, In him, you, you and I, also hearing the word of truth, the gospel of salvation, And uh, um, after believing in him, we are sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the guaranteed, write it down, who is the guaranteed of our inheritance until the redemption of the purpose possession to praise his glory, to the praises of his glory. So Paul establishes that we have these things first. Then the second part of this particular um, letter, which is from verse 15 and on to where we find ourselves in verse 21, Paul begins to show us how it is we can receive this wealth, how it is that we can make this spiritual wealth practical in the life of the believer. And the way he begins is how we have started our day. He begins to pray. And Paul, being in prison, is now praying for the church of Ephesus, so therefore Paul is demonstrating the power of a true intercessor. That means I can be anywhere on the face of this planet, and as I have been called to pray for my brothers and sisters, wherever they are, I can begin to pray. And that prayer, with an understanding of who God is and the authority he's given me, that prayer will go forth and meet them where they are. That's intercession. So Paul begins um, from verse 15 and he starts to pray. He lets us know that in order for you to see the manifestation of your spiritual wealth, which God has given to you, but because you have no illumination, because the eyes of your understanding is not open, you won't see it. I tell you a story this morning. It's like me going outside and looking in my shed one day. I was looking for something and I thought where I would put it. It was still there. But here I am trying to look for it in the dark. So something, you know, I I guess it was the Holy Spirit said, grab your phone and turn the, the light on on your phone. As soon as I turned the light on, the darkness was illuminated and light came. And now I could see what it was that I have or what it was that I needed to get. It is the same thing for us as believers. Many of us have... The, the, the giftings of the spiritual blessing. We have the power of the spiritual blessing. We have the authority of this spiritual wealth. But we are not exercising it. We are not demonstrating it because we have not illumination. So Paul begins to pray for the for the saints in Ephesus, and he says that, I pray that the eyes of your understanding may be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what is the hope of his calling, the expectation of his calling, and what are the riches of his glory, okay, of his inheritance amongst the saints. I want you to understand that when our eyes are open to the spiritual wealth, we will come to understand the purpose of God's plan and why it is He has called us to this time, why it is that He has postured us in this season of our lives to do the things that we are called to do in the earth realm. And then He goes on to say, And what is the surpassing greatness of His power toward us who believe? I am talking to believers. So the believer's authority is saturated in a power that is given to us from above through his Son, Jesus Christ. We now have that authority. But how does he seal it? He goes on to say that this particular power, which he performed in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated, listen to me, and seated him at his own right hand in heavenly places far above principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in the age, that means this earth, this season, this time, but also in that which is to come. Brothers and sisters, what we need to understand, and as we go on and we look in, in in the same Ephesians chapter 2, it talks about us being seated in heavenly places with Him. That means everything that has been placed under Christ's feet has now been placed under our feet. That means every authority that has been given Christ, when He was leaving, He said, now I give you all powers. I give you the keys to the kingdom. He is simply saying, that you now have that authority that has been sealed by the power of the Holy Spirit. If the Spirit be in you, you now are enlightened. Your eyes of understanding of who you are should be enlightened. You should understand that whatever the enemy brings against you, it cannot win because you have already, through Christ. defense. Defeated the enemy. The enemy is under your feet. Now, if we be seated in heavenly places with him, we have what is called dominion. And that dominion power gives us not only jurisdiction, but authority and the ability to exercise from a very radical place to change a situation in our lives that the enemy is trying to keep us still. We have wealth. We have power. We have authority, okay, over the works of the enemy through Christ in him. So every day when we walk, every day when we wake up and we begin to pray that our day we put on the full armor of God, what we're doing is we're putting on the full armor of Christ. The anointed one and his anointing, he defends us, he protects us, he covers us. And not only that, he is the word, he is the sword. And as we utilize his word, as we show our faith in the word of God, and we start to speak the word over our situation, and we start to exercise the word over our problems, we will understand that our authority is released, our power is exercised, And we will lift our heads and receive what thus says the Lord is already ours. So we have the ability, what Paul is saying, that we can get what God has already set for us to have in the heavenlies by illumination, that our eyes be enlightened to who our God is. And then I close out. And then he goes on and says, and he has put all things in subjection, under his feet, and has made him the head over all things for the church, which is his body, the fullness of him, who fills all things in all ways. If we be the church, we now are in alignment with Christ. We, too, have been placed in heavenly places with him. We, too, have the power and the authority to change the dynamics of this world. Because, as a matter of fact, we're just ambassadors in this land, which means we have jurisdictional authority to come into this land and practice what has been given to us in the heavenlies. And we can change the lives of those that we meet and encounter along the way. Today, I want you to understand, brothers and sisters, that you have been given the authority in Christ to rule over governments, over over evil, over any demonic force that the enemy will throw against you because we are seated with him in heavenly places, and we are in him, and through him we have all things. Thank you for your time this morning. God bless you richly. In Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Wow. Listen, I I got a lot to say on that, but I'm not going to say it. I'm going to hold it right now. I'm going to call forth Minister Lightfoot, We're going to begin to pray uh, for our prayer requests. And, Sister Lightfoot, I'm going to ask you to pray for the Ukrainian uh, uh, people. Let's pray for that nation. Let's pray for God's sovereign hand of protection and also salvation to come into the heart of God's people. Minister Lightfoot.
1: Good morning, everyone. The word of the Lord says in Matthew 18 and 19, again, I say unto you that if Two of you shall agree on earth as touching anything that they shall ask. It shall be done for them of my Father, which is in heaven. And I'm asking everyone to stand in agreement and pray in your Holy Ghost as we pray over the Ukrainian conflict, Sister Ruth Lang's niece Lexus for healing, and Brother Paul Walker for spiritual strength and power. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for, Vladimir, your word says that you hold the heart of a king in your hand and you turn it whichever way you choose. So, Father, let his heart be turned from stone to flesh. Open his eyes that he may see the error of his ways. Cause him to repent and all those that agree with him, cause them to To repent, cause them to confess the Lord Jesus with their mouth and believe in their heart that God has raised them from the dead cause them to humble themselves. We cast down pride, for pride comes before a fall and a haughty look before destruction. Cause him to repent. Cause him to turn from his wicked ways. If he doesn't repent, Father, cause his troops and allies to contend with one another. Father, we plead the blood over the lives of neighboring countries and the U.S. We come against conspiracies and deliberately. Deliberate instigations. Father, let them come to naught. Set up ambushments against them and cause them to ambush themselves. From his cabinet members all the way down to the lowliest on his team. Let them find no peace till they hunger and thirst for righteousness. Cause him to seek your face and call upon your name. Father, cause him... To, to leave those that you have marked for your kingdom alone. Father, cause this that you have marked for your kingdom in Russia and those that you have marked for your kingdom in Russia to be the light. In the midst of darkness, let their lights shine before Putin. Make him to know that you and you alone are God. For, Father, we ask that you release your angels that excel in strength, that do your commands, and hearken to the voice of your word on behalf of the Ukrainians. Father, we call upon you as Jehovah, Bel, Parazim, and Lord Sabaoth. Take hold of shield and buckler and Stand up for their help. Break through for them and let the shedding of innocent blood cease. Father, we release the spirit of salvation over Russia and Ukraine. That all the souls that are marked for the kingdom will come to you in Jesus' name. And Father, we release peace over that region and we thank you for it in Jesus' name. We are also praying for the niece of Sister Ruth Lang. We're praying for full recovery from a concussion. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Lexus to you, for you are Jehovah Rapha, the Lord God, our healer. Father, we release all the powers and properties of the blood of Jesus from the crown of her head to the poles of her feet we speak to her frontal lobe and the cerebellum and we command them to reset and align themselves with the original blueprint of design and operation as you declared it before she entered her mother's womb we speak to her by the spirit of god and we say lexus be thou made whole Jesus said, my peace I give to you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. We say, peace, be still. We call forth perfect balance and coordination with precision. We cast out the spirit of fear and all phobias. We command photophobia to loose her right now in the name of jesus we command miss to loose her right now by the power of jesus christ and we send you both to dry places we release the spirit of power and love and a sound mind and we decree that this affliction shall not rise up a second time we declare she shall be anxious for nothing but in Everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let a request be made known unto God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, shall keep her heart and her mind. Father, we give thanks that you have looked upon her, seen her pain and healed her. We give thanks for the manifestation and deem it done in Jesus' name. We are also praying for Brother Paul Walker. He is requesting for the armor of God to be forged on him stronger. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, let him stand steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. We pray for the spirit of fear, anxiety, and doubt to be banished for God has not given him a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind we pray that God arise in him and that his enemies be scattered and it is written in Ephesians 6:11 through 18 may the helmet breastplate belt shoes shield and sword be within his mind and heart as long as he lives For greater is he that is in him than he that is in the world. Let him resist the devil that he will flee from him. And, Father, we give thanks that you have heard us and that you have hastened your word to perform it in the lives of your children. For your word cannot return unto you void. It must accomplish what you please and prosper in the thing where until you have sent it. We give thanks for the manifestation of your word In Jesus' name, on the behalf of these that we've put before you, amen, and redeem it as done.
0: And it is so in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Minister Lightfoot. Wow. Man, this morning, you all, I pray that you um, have grasped an understanding and your eyes have been enlightened too what Pastor Sy shared with us this morning. He has walked us through the book of Ephesians, first chapter. Walked us through it. And it would do yourself some good to read this chapter. And I, I'm saying you should read it often. And I'm going to also say, because as a body of Christ, we need to read more. I believe that's key. But we we, we focus the conversation on the 20th verse through the 24th, or actually the 23rd verse, so three verses here that we have to understand, that the scripture says, I'm reading this from the New Living Translation, that raised Christ from the dead and seated him in the place of honor at God's right hand in heavenly places. That's key, his positioning. He's seated at the right hand. He says, now he is far above any ruler or authority or power or leader or anything else, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. And God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things. Listen to this. For the benefit of the church. And the church is his body. It is made full, speaking of the church, and complete, how? By Christ, who fills all things everywhere with himself. So, Jesus being seated at the right hand of the Father means he has a better seat. It is, the, it, it is the highest place of honor, giving him absolute authority in the heavens, in the earth, and beneath the earth. I pray you get that. That's according to Ephesians 1, verse 21. So being seated at the right hand of the Father means Christ Jesus shares God's strength, he shares his authority, and his blessings. And you who are the church are seated in him. Listen to the revelation. You're seated where? I want you to tell me. I want you to say something to me today. Now, don't be quiet. You're seated where? There you go. In him, in heavenly places. Now, listen to this. He is the head, and we are the body. He's the head. We are the body why the scripture tells us, it simply tells us right here in verse, let me see, it's verse 22, and God has put all things under the authority of Christ and has made him head over all things for the benefit of the church. Now watch this, he exercises his lordship through his body. He is the head, we are the body. Christ exercises his lordship, how? Through his body, which is the church. Do you all hear this? He exercises his lordship. He's the head, we're the body. We are the one who has the assignment. So he's exercising his lordship in the earth through his body, meaning through you. That's why you have to wake up to your authority. You have to wake up to the dominion that you have. You have to wake up to your true identity and recognize that you are not weak, that you, you we can't walk around intimidated, we can't walk around being fearful because of who God has made us to be. And that's why I shared with you Sunday, you know, that we are seated in him in heavenly places. That may not feel like it right now because you're seated, you know, wherever you are. But the truth of the matter is you are seated in the heavenly spirit with Christ. And I said to you Sunday that uh, this world with all of its worries and struggles and fear no longer has any control over you. Come on, say that with me this morning. This world, with all its worries, struggles, and fears, no longer have any control over me. I'm going to exercise my right as a born-again believer. I'm going to exercise my right as being the body of Christ, which is the church. He's the head. I'm the body. Christ is. Exercises His lordship through me. Say that with me. He's the head. I am the body. Christ exercises His lordship through me. Praise God. Now I pray you're getting it, my Lord Jesus. Okay, it's 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 one minute after the after the hour. Uh, i you know, after it's five thirty one. I'm getting excited. Uh, side, come on back and. I need to know if you got any closing remarks because you didn't got me fired up going through that whole book of Ephesians, first chapter.
2: I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm happy. So thank God for the opportunity. I can feel your
0: fire. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. See, the, the, word, the word should bring a joy to your heart. You understand the word brings the joy to your heart. And, and understand if, if you, you're dealing with stuff, it's because, as I always say, you're a threat to the enemy. And, and and you know, the enemy ain't not going to bother anybody that's on his side. The enemy yeah. is coming up against those who have the power and the potential to come up against him and his kingdom. And I'm telling you, we are making progress. Those of you that are sacrificing getting up this time of morning to spend time with God and spend time on this prayer call and reading your Bibles and praying, I'm telling you, you are making a difference. You are making a difference, and you are getting better. That's what it's all about. It's about becoming a better you, becoming a better you. So, hey, God is good. God is faithful. I pray that this morning you have an amazing day. Time is going fast. We're in Wednesday already. We were just in church on Sunday. Today is Wednesday. Do you all understand that time is rolling? And we're halfway through the month already. And so we got to take advantage of the time and work while it's still day, as the Scripture uh, always says. Tells us, look for an opportunity to exercise your authority in the earth frame as being the body of Christ. Allow the Lord to exercise His lordship through you, leading someone to Christ and helping someone understand. Although the world is in turmoil right now, dealing with all kind of, uh, uh, it's being shaken and dealing with birth pains, God is still in control. Somebody is in desperate need of. understanding the peace of God and being having their minds come to a state of peace. That's how I want to say it. I feel that this morning, that you're just disturbed in your mind. And I'm going to say to you, peace, be still. I believe you're going to meet people today that will be disturbed in their mind because of the world events. The Bible said men's hearts will fail them because of the things that are coming up on the earth. But God leads you across someone's path like that today. Don't leave them in that state of chaos. Minister to them so that they can have peace. Understand the peace of God. It surpasses all understanding. It contains the power to keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And I release that peace over you right now. That you will not be disturbed by what is happening in the world. This stuff is serious. I can go into a whole series of stuff that I know I have facts of stuff that are happening over in Poland, Ukraine, and, 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 you know, with the church and all different types of things, but that's for another time. I'm just going to tell you to pray and pray for the church in Europe, pray for the church in Europe. Um, Some serious things are going on with the church. The church is being scattered because of this war. But we believe the light of the gospel is going to shine in the hearts of the people. I declare that. We believe the light of the gospel, as the church is being scattered, just like in the book of Acts, as the church is being scattered, the light of the gospel is going to shine in the hearts of the people. In Jesus' name. Well, As you travel today, may the Lord give you traveling grace and mercy that he will take you to your destination and back home safely. No sickness, harm, or danger will come near your dwelling place. Amen? Well, have a great day and the Lord. Know that Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all so very, very much, so very much. Thank you for trusting us as being your spiritual leaders. We don't take that lightly. Listen, this is Minister Lightfoot, Pastor Syed. And Bishop, we are signing off this morning. Come on, let us open a line and let's praise the Lord this morning. Let's praise.